2: Jussie walked. That's right. Uh, This just in. Jussie Smollett was a victim. Maybe you heard the story. He was jumped by two white guys wearing MAGA hats, and they put a noose around him, uh, around his neck. This was back in late January, and and they poured bleach on him, except that they didn't. Um, It was a hoax, and Jussie was charged with 16 counts of something or other, looking at uh, felonies and jail time. Until he wasn't uh, today, the Cook County prosecutor dropped the case, and Jussie is still a victim. Here's what the Cook County uh, prosecutor said. After preview, uh, pre- reviewing i am sorry all the facts and circumstances of the case, including Mr. Smollett's volunteer service in the community that nobody heard about, I don't know what he was doing, uh, maybe he was teaching acting lessons, I don't know, but anyway, after reviewing all the facts and circumstances of the case, including Mr. Smollett's volunteer service in the community, an agreement to forfeit his bond, that's a $10,000 bond, to the city of Chicago, we believe this outcome is a just disposition and appropriate resolution to this case. Now, um, uh, that's, well, we'll get to more of that in a minute, but uh, the, the Kim Fox, who apparently is friends with Smollett and knows his family, recused herself from the case. The guy she picked to replace him made the call, and Jussie is still playing the victim.
3: I've been truthful and consistent on every single level since day one. I would not be my mother's son if I was capable of one drop of what I've been accused of. This has been an incredibly difficult time, honestly one of the worst of my entire life. But I'm a man of faith, and I'm a man that has knowledge of my history, and I would not bring my family, our lives, or the movement through a fire like this. I just wouldn't. So I want to thank my legal counsel, from the bottom of my heart, and I would also like to thank the state of Illinois for attempting to do what's right. Now, I'd like nothing more than to just get back to work and move on with my life, but make no mistakes. I will always continue to fight for the justice, equality, and betterment of marginalized people everywhere. So again, thank you for all the support. Thank you for faith, and thank you to God. Bless
2: you all. Thank you very much. That's all you need to know. He's going to keep fighting for the uh, the people who are marginalized. And uh, forget about the fact that he had the cops chasing uh, on a wild goose chase that cost uh, several hundred thousand dollars. Anyway, um, that's not, if that's not nauseating enough for you, here's what Jussie's spokesperson said. Today, all criminal charges against Jussie Smollett were dropped, and his record has been wiped clean of the filing of this tragic complaint. It's a tragic complaint against him. He complained against himself. Uh, Jussie was attacked by two people he was unable to identify. He identified them uh, and on January 29th. He was a victim who was vilified and made to appear as a perpetrator as a result of false and inappropriate remarks made to the public, causing an inappropriate rush to judgment. That's what Ann Kavanaugh, a spokesman, said in an email. Now, uh... Uh, an update on this, the uh, the, the uh, prosecutor said that he was not exonerated. They just dropped the charges. There's a big difference. They just, they're not going to pursue it anymore. I, I, from what I get out of it is that they decided that he's been punished enough. So that's that's what he's getting. He's going to get away with it uh, for 10000 bucks. A $10,000 bond is what he's going to do. And whatever they say is um, uh, community service, which will be a joke. And this is what the family said in a statement uh, that they released. Our son and brother is an innocent man. No, he's not. Whose name and character has been unjustly smeared. No, it hasn't. Jussie is a son, a brother, a partner, a champion for human rights, and a liar. Oh, no, I said that. Uh, They said uh, Jussie is a son, a brother, a partner, a champion for human rights, and a genuine soul. Nothing. There's nothing the least bit genuine about him. Nothing. Uh, let me try that again. It's hard getting through this. Uh, he's a partner, a champion for human rights, and a genuine soul who would never be capable of what he was falsely accused of. It wasn't false. He was the victim of an assault and then falsely blamed for his own attack. They're still saying that it, it that, that it was him. I mean, uh, what, what's going on here? Um, it, it's crazy. So, I mean... They 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 dropped the charges, but they didn't exonerate him. But his family and his spokesperson is out there saying, "See, he never did anything wrong. You people were crazy to accuse him. It was unfair, and we're supposed to feel sorry for him now." Uh, Eddie T. Johnson is the police superintendent in Chicago. He heard about the charges being dropped when everybody else did. I guess on the news.
3: Do I think justice was served? No. Where do I think justice is? I think this city is still old an apology.
2: Yeah. You're gonna wait a long time for that, based on what the spokesperson and the family said and what Jesse said, he's still gonna stand up for the marginalized and he's gonna fight for justice and blah blah blah. And uh he's gonna act for the rest of his life, I guess, because by the way, the the judge uh, all the all the uh evidence, everything about the case has been closed. So nobody's gonna ever see any more of the evidence, anything else about the case. It's done. So it's he's free. He's out. He's free and never going to have to answer to it again. Uh, well, he'll have to answer to it maybe. I don't know. Uh, but he's never there's not going to be anybody uh, throwing any evidence in his face cuz it's buried forever. So, uh, but do you know who was really pissed? The mayor. You remember the mayor, the liberal, liberal democrat mayor, the arrogant liberal Chicago mayor. Uh, that would be Rahm Emanuel. He doesn't want to hear about the $10,000 bond that Jesse uh, had to pay. Uh, He didn't think that was nice enough, uh, good enough to let the city off and uh, to cover the costs.
4: Financial costs, this $10,000 doesn't even come close to what the city spent in resources to actually look over the camera, gather all the data, gather all the information that actually brought the indictment by the grand jury on many, many multiple different charges. Second is what I would call the ethical cost. And the ethical cost is you have, as a person who was in the House of Representatives when we tried to pass the Shepard legislation that dealt with hate crimes putting them on the books that President Obama then signed into law, to then use those very laws and the principles and values behind the Matthew Shepard hate crimes legislation to self-promote your career is a cost that comes to all the individuals, gay men and women who will come forward and one day say they were a victim of a hate crime who now will be doubted. People of faith, Muslim or any other religious faith who will be a victim of hate crime. People that of also of all walks of life and backgrounds, race, ethnicity, sexual orientation. Now this casts a shadow of whether they're telling the truth, and he did this all in the name of self-promotion.
2: That's what he did, and um, it, it's, uh, it's it was a stunning scene. It was if if you didn't see it yet, you'll see it later tonight on television when you get home. If you're in your car right now, but um, the the mayor and the superintendent of police, who's black, uh, obviously a Democrat, a liberal Democrat mayor. And all the police standing behind him in uniform, and they—they were—they were absolutely ripping the prosecutor uh, and the judge. And uh, Rahm Emanuel didn't pull any punches on that.
4: From top to bottom, this is not on the level. From the state's attorney's office. I—I I, I understand that piece, but I do want to get—it's not on the level. But I also want to say, and I want to emphasize, underscore what the superintendent just said. In the end of the day, it's Mister Smollett that committed this false claim upon two individuals and who also testified but also on the city Uh, one action yes we're looking at the state's attorney it is not on the level from beginning to end and there needs to be a level of accountability throughout the system and this sends an unambiguous message that there is no accountability and that is wrong
2: and it's not going to change it's done uh... it's done he's free he's out and i guess he still has the federal issue with the mail but uh, well, we don't know where that's going to go. But um, he's walking on the, on the 16 counts that uh, he was charged with a uh, few weeks ago. And Rahm Emanuel sure doesn't want to hear about Jussie being a victim.
4: He brought the case forward. He said he was a victim of a hate crime, both for his sexual orientation and for being black. The evidence came forward. A grand jury saw the evidence. Realized this was a hoax, a hoax on the city, a hoax on hate crimes, a, ho- a hoax on people of good values who actually were empathetic at first, and he used that empathy for only one reason.
2: Yep, himself. He didn't like his salary at the uh, on the show Empire, I guess, and uh, he was taken off that show. We don't know what that means now. Is he going to get this, the the um, the role back? I sure hope so, because uh, it, when I'm not watching it next season. Uh, <laughs> just like I did this year. I sure hope he's on there so I can not watch him on the show, too. Um, But the prosecutor's office said Jussie wouldn't have gotten off if he hadn't forfeited the $10,000. This has come out fairly recently in the last hour or so, I think. Um, People wondering why that $10,000 was considered to be enough to uh, cover the costs, which uh, Rahm Emanuel said doesn't even come close. Um, But... The prosecutor has been taking a lot of heat, obviously, and you saw, you heard some of it there from the police superintendent and the mayor. And so he's since come out and said, listen, I didn't exonerate anybody. We just don't – he said, we don't feel like he's a, a – a, a, he's not a danger to, the, to this uh, society. He's not going to hurt anybody. And our main object here is to – objective here is to um, uh, keep the city safe – and we don't think that he's an issue for that. And so we have other priorities. And so we just want to let this case go. So I, I, I get the feeling, obviously I'm not a lawyer, but I get the feeling that they just decided on their own that the $10,000 was like a fine since he's not getting it back. And um, he wasn't going to get any jail time anyway. And he was going to get um, sentenced to some kind of community service. They made up some bogus uh, community service that he's already done. And they told him to walk. So that's what he did. Uh, so what the uh, that, what the prosecutor is selling is trying to sell that nobody's buying. That Jesse has already done community work. So, you know, let him go. Uh, the sentence wouldn't have been any more severe. So, you know, why not just drop it? Uh, nobody believes if he were not a TV star or friendly with the Obamas that he would have walked. Nobody believes that. Even the mayor said that. Uh, mayor Rahm Emanuel, a buddy of uh, Barack Obama's. And there's also... Uh, Some stuff out there. I don't know how much truth there is to it, and I'm sure we'll be hearing more about this. But a former uh, uh, member of Michelle Obama's staff uh, apparently went to the prosecutor and... You know, asked if she could do anything about this, and uh, they have some they have some text messages back and forth. I don't think anything that's strong enough to convict anybody on anything, but it raises the issue. And uh, who doesn't think that some strings were pulled here? Come on. So if he if he doesn't wasn't a TV star or hadn't been friendly with the Obamas, uh, he, there's no way he walks. But of course, him getting off isn't half as nauseating as him keeping the lie alive and getting away with it. We'll be right back. <laughs>
5: Are you about to pay double for roof replacement or repair? If you haven't called Windows or us, you just might. $20,000, Windows R Us will match any competitor's price. No hidden fees or surprises ever. Schedule a free roof inspection today. Mention AM 1250 for an exclusive 10% off. Why pay double? Visit the area's premier exterior replacement company. Windows R Us, more than a window company. Visit WindowsR Pittsburgh.com.
1: There has been a lack of clean water, a lack of food.
2: Angel Aloma, he's the executive director for Food for the Poor. So
1: people are are already living in this type of squalor, and then all of a sudden, the protests and the tire burning.
2: I'm John Steigerwald, and your business could be the answer to saving lives today. More in a moment.
1: Basically, food is completely short, water is completely short, and once they start drinking that contaminated water, it's really troublesome, particularly for the children whose immune system is already compromised.
2: Become a business benefactor with the answer today. You make a $1,200 tax-deductible gift to Food for the Poor and we'll give you $1,200 in free, prime-time advertising for your business this year. We don't get a dime of the money. 100% goes to Food for the Poor to meet this immediate need. Your gift will feed nearly four families for a year and provide water for life. Call 412-937-1500 412-937-1500 or give online at theanswerpgh.com Do it now. Offer ends March 31st.
6: I remember feeling so desperate and so trapped. I was surrounded by family and friends that loved me. Any one of them would have listened to me, but I was so afraid of opening up to them, too embarrassed to talk about what was causing me so much pain. It felt like torture to be so close to people that would have loved to help me and yet too embarrassed to ask for help. And then a few weeks ago, I heard about faithful counseling here on the radio. Christian counselors, fellow believers, trusted therapists who not only share my faith, but could actually help me. They want to give you a free week so you can try them out. You can begin a conversation by text or phone, even video conferencing in the privacy of your own home. Why not give it a try? If it's not for you, cancel during your first week and you won't pay a dime. Go to tryfaithfulcounseling.com. It's time to talk to someone who can help. Go now to tryfaithfulcounseling.com. It's so easy to get started, and your first week is free. Go to tryfaithfulcounseling.com.
7: Many people today think the Bible, the most influential book in world history, is not only outdated, but also irrelevant, irrational, and even immoral. Dennis Prager here. I've written a book, The Rational Bible, Genesis to prove otherwise. My new book demonstrates clearly and powerfully that the Bible remains profoundly relevant both for the great issues of our day and in each of our lives. The Rational Bible Genesis comes out this May, and I want to invite you to join me for an exclusive pre-launch event for my book. ...on May 6th in Orlando, Florida. That will be the first day it will be available to the public. Get your tickets today. Be part of a full-day celebration with me and our partners at TBN. Come and be part of the studio audience for the taping and live broadcast of my radio show. After the broadcast, I'll discuss my new book, Answer Your Questions... And you'll get a signed copy of the Rational Bible Genesis. Join me in Orlando on May 6th. Get your tickets today when you visit my website, DennisPrager.com, and click on the Rational Bible banner. See you in Orlando. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM
0: 1250. The Answer.
7: it's too bad that the uh,
2: charges against Jesse Smollett were dropped. Maybe he could have gotten Michael Avenatti to represent him. Mike's out on $300,000 bail after being arrested yesterday and charged with trying to extort, I don't know, $25 million, I think it was, uh, from Nike. This is the guy, the media, the uh, non-Fox media anyway, slobbered over for several months while he was representing the porn star Stormy Daniels, who was out trying to uh, get uh, Donald Trump. And by the way, um, Donald Trump has denied having an affair with Stormy Daniels, and Now that Michael Avenatti has been charged with telling – well, yeah, with with threatening Nike with um, uh, going on with a press conference to say that they have corruption and that they've been paying players and actually extorting them – would it, why would anybody think that he would be above making up a story with, with Stormy Daniels to make her some money and he get a, a, a little bit of a, a little share of it and she walks away with 130,000 bucks? Uh, and what do you think the chances would be that Donald Trump back when he did it, which was before he was president, would just pay her to go away? Uh, and, he, and, and Donald Trump has denied having an affair with her. So um, is it a little bit more believable now based on who her attorney is? Was because she fired him anyway. Uh, nobody slobbered over this guy uh, more than the ladies on the view. And today, Joy Behar, uh, who's might just might be the most clueless woman ever to appear on national television on a regular basis, didn't take the news that he was arrested all that well.
8: My first reaction is rather sadness, to say the truth, because here was a guy that brought Stormy Daniels to us, which. Uh, uh informed us that uh, Trump had paid hush money to keep her quiet about mm. what he did with her while he was mm. married to Melania and she was having a baby. Um And so it was good. I liked it. It was like, oh, good, we have somebody here who's going to tell some of the truth about this criminal that we have mm. running the country. Right. So I'm sad that this is all happening now because I know that Trump would use it against him mm. uh, to uh, glorify himself and to make himself look better. So I don't like it. No. I don't like it. I
2: Why wouldn't nerve of Donald Trump to say, by the way, this lawyer that's been accusing me, he just got uh, charged with um, extortion. Uh, Why would Donald Trump want to bring that up? By the way, um, yesterday, Ralph Sindrich, who's been on the show a few times, he's an agent, a former agent and an attorney, former NFL player, pit wrestler, and an all-around good guy and a friend of mine. um, He tweeted yesterday Michael, and he's talking about, this is when the news first broke about Avenatti. He said, Michael Avenatti, this is on a tweet, went to GW Law School, that's George Washington, and graduated first in his class, exclamation point, first, two exclamation points, like being an All-American or first draft pick in football, gifted, almost worth getting sued and going to jail for a chance to beat the daylights out of this piece of cow dung. And then he says, good a.m. from beautiful Hawaii. So I hope uh, Ralph's enjoying his time in Hawaii, and I really like that tweet. Uh, Almost worth getting sued and going to jail for a chance to beat the daylights out of this piece of cow dung. That's that's a pretty good description of Michael Avenatti. And we'll use the word dung here, but you know what I mean. Um, so then there's this. i got a couple minutes here, and I, ha- I saw this, and... This caught my eye. It's uh, from uh, CBS Philly. So, this is down in Montgomery County, which I think is Philadelphia. A Montgomery County group of men is looking to help other men through the therapeutic power of, are you ready? Cuddling. That's right. According to their meetup page, the men's therapeutic cuddle group's goal, quote, is to provide a safe, structured, and platonic environment for men to experience. The three A's they want to experience, acceptance, affirmation, and affectation. Uh, and the group, by the way, if you're interested, is accepting of men of from all backgrounds, but notes, quote, men with back or knee injuries or those suffering from obesity may find it difficult to fully participate. It also says you should have, uh, should not be easy for you to throw up. Uh, you should have a very strong, ston- no, it doesn't say that. The group establishes safe touch boundaries before every session and only allows non-sexual uh, cuddling and participants must remain fully closed at all times and must shower before meeting. So, of course, being the sick person that I am, I decided to go check out the, uh, the uh, what do they call it, the meetup page. And uh, here's the cuddle group checklist from the meetup page. Uh, <clears throat> One, you must be hygienically sound, shower before meetings. Two, please be on time. Three, participants remain fully clothed at all times, wear comfortable clothes. You must ask permission and receive a verbal yes before touching anyone and be specific in your touch request. Five, your tears and laughter are welcome. These are men, uh, cuddling. Uh, And uh, there you go. So... uh, I don't know if you want to check them out I guess they're what's the name of this group the um, men's therapeutic cuddle group if you google it I'm sure you'll uh you'll um, you'll you'll be able to find it and it says here we are really looking forward to connecting with you to complete your request to join uh, please read the explanation of the meetup below and send us a message to confirm that you have read and understand it and there you go uh, you can cuddle there's not it's and it's not you know nothing no pedophilia involved there's not grown men with kids it's not men and women it's grown men cuddling you know and i was i mean what happened to like being on a softball team you know how about that or a ball on a you know join a bowling league or uh, i don't know just go to the bar and get drunk but cuddling I hope, that I, I, I'm afraid, what, what scares me is that I'm afraid it's going to catch on. And there's one thing I know for sure. You're not allowed to make fun of this. Do not make fun of anybody you know. So if you know some guys who are interested in meeting up the cuddle, don't make fun of them. It's perfectly normal in 2019. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. The House has failed to override the president's veto of a bill that sought to reverse his national emergency declaration. In
0: this vote, the yeas are 248 and the nays are 181. The number falling well short of the two-thirds majority that would have been needed to override the president's first-ever veto. Before the vote, Representative Peter DeFazio of Oregon, a Democrat, criticizing the president for spending money on what he called a stupid static wall. Republicans said the president was merely exercising his legal authority to declare an emergency and said Democrats were going too far in their opposition. Bob Agnew, Capitol Hill.
2: All indicators up on Wall Street today as the Dow was up by 140 points to close at 25,657. The Nasdaq rose by 54. The S&P 500 up by 20. Oil continued its climb up $1.12 to 12 to
5: 59.94 a barrel. This is SRN News. When it comes to your pain, many of you might be skeptical, like I was, about ordering Relief Factor. Pat Boone again for this wonderful 100% drug-free supplement designed to help your own body lower or eliminate occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, everyday living. I'm not skeptical any longer. The three-week quick start is now discounted to only $19.95. Why don't you let us see if we can get you out of pain, too, at relieffactor.com unplanned based on a life-changing true story my
6: name is abby johnson i used to be the director of this clinic
5: the daily wire says planned parenthood is not going to like it america wants abortion which is why we exist glenn beck says you have never seen anything like this we've managed to make an enemy of one of the most powerful organizations on the planet unplanned in theaters march 29th visit unplanned.com for tickets rated r
0: Hugh Hewitt says the media is already playing
7: favorites. Reuters discovered a, uh, a very long story about Beto O'Rourke as a kid. He wrote some really weird stuff, friends. He wrote some murder uh, fantasy stuff about killing children. That seemed to me mighty weird. If this was a Republican, the campaign would be over. The Hugh Hewitt Show,
0: weekday mornings at 6, right before Mike Gallagher at 9, on AM 1250. The Answer. You're an insurance agent. You're also an entrepreneur looking to grow. And what better way to grow than by being your own boss? Owning your own farmers insurance agency has been called one of the best small business opportunities in America. With a nationally respected brand, award winning training, and your personal experienced business coach, your opportunity to grow is unlimited. No franchise fees required. Visit beafarmersagent.com and start growing. We are
1: farmers.
7: Bum, 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 bum. A recent statement audit of the Port Authority of Allegheny County provided a limited snapshot of the Mass Transit Agency's performance. A more expansive look would have better revealed the scope of the challenges facing the agency and perhaps lead to additional cost savings suggestions. Future performance audits should delve deeper into the Port Authority's operating expenses per vehicle revenue hour, among other things. Learn more about this and other topics at AlleghenyInstitute.org where conventional wisdom has been challenged since 1995.
0: I can't help you, but if you've invented a new product, improved an existing device, or need help registering a trademark, call me, attorney Gary Topolowski at 877-5-PATENT. I've been helping clients protect their ideas for nearly 35 years. Email me at patentlawyerpittsburgh.com. Ask about my discounts for veterans and seniors, 877-572-8368. Now's the time to pursue your dreams, but let's protect them first.
5: Life's got enough to worry about without worrying about taxes. But you're not worried. You've got William Egan, the local CPA for everyday people. For over 20 years, Bill and his staff have taken the stress out of tax preparation for businesses and individuals alike. With all the new tax law changes this year, he'll help untangle them for less than the big national chains with work that's guaranteed. Visit SteelCityCPA.com. William Egan, the local CPA for everyday people, like you, at SteelCityCPA.com.
0: Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer.
5: Still seeing very heavy delays
4: on the Parkway East. Outbound Boulevard of the Allies to Edgewood-Swissvale. Inbound slowing down Edgewood-Swissvale to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. Parkway West, solid inbound 79 to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. Inbound on Crosstown Boulevard, the ramp to the outbound Boulevard of the Allies. You're down to a single lane and truck traffic is being detoured from it. Southbound 79, got the Nobles Town Road Bridge Project through November. Truck traffic detoured there as well. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson.
0: AM 1250, the answer, weather. Clear and rather cold again tonight. We'll drop to 25. Then tomorrow, look for a good deal of sunshine and a milder afternoon. will reach 56. It'll turn out cloudy tomorrow night with a low 36. And then it'll be breezy and milder still Thursday, but mainly cloudy with a shower around in the afternoon. Ritchie cycle will be 62, but more showers likely Friday. I'm meteorologist Frank Strait on AM 1250, the answer. You're listening to the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250,
2: The Answer. How about some phone calls? I have some uh, open time here. If you want to give me a call at uh, 844-392-1250, give me a call, and we will talk about uh, Justy Smollett, Michael Avenatti, or how would you like to talk about anything else that's uh, on your mind? Just go ahead and shoot. Uh, But um, uh, some other little items here. They uh, put the New Green Deal to a vote in the Senate today, and uh, 57 to nothing, it was uh, voted down. The Democrats, all but three of them, including Manchin from West Virginia, uh, all but three of them uh, voted present, which, you know, this is not a bill. It's a, as um, as uh, Alexandria overrated Cortez was quick to point out, this is not, it was not a bill. It's a, it's a motion and it's a, uh, it's kind of a, it's not expected to become a law. It wouldn't be something that would be voted on to be a law, but um, they voted against it, uh, fifty-seven to nothing today in the Senate. But there are people, uh, uh, Kamala Harris, uh, Booker. He's also they they have signed on to it. They they are senators and they have signed on to the um, the motion that uh, was introduced by Cortez and. Casio Cortez, and um, they didn't—they didn't see fit to vote in favor of it today in the Senate. So why would you sign on to it if it was—if um, you—if you are running for president and you are using that as one of the things you are running on, why wouldn't you show your support for it in the Senate? Because you don't want to be called on it. That's why you don't want to be out there and be tortured. By uh, the media, well, not that they would ask you, unless it's uh, somebody working for Fox. But uh, the media would be asking you questions about the Green uh, New Deal and why you didn't, uh, why you didn't vote for it. Well, they're voting. They, they, uh, they all voted. All, all just, I guess it's, I don't know if it's voted. It's they, they indicated that they were present and uh, didn't vote for it. Right. I'm sorry, didn't vote against it, uh, but they didn't vote for it either. So. Uh, It's still out there. But what's interesting about that, uh, I thought, anyway, I saw this story today with the New Green Deal, uh, which is supposed to uh, uh, prevent us from all all from dying in, uh, what, 12 years. Um, And Alexandria overrated Cortez uh, was out there today saying, people are making light of this, that the Republicans are making a joke out of it, and uh, there's floods in Nebraska, and it's, you know, she's tying it all together with... Whatever bad weather is out there, that it's all climate change, uh, man-made climate change, and she's uh, saying that you know the Republicans are just denying the science and blah blah blah. Well, there's a um, there's a story out today that kind of ties in with us all dying from the uh, global warming. I guess I, I never can keep track of what it's uh, global warming or. Um, uh, Climate change. But NBC News reports that a new study in Nature Geoscience examined the uh, Jak- Jakobshan G- Glacier, something like that, hard to pronounce, in West Greenland, and the ice sheet's fastest glacier and largest by volume discharge, and found that as opposed to the situation in 2012, when the glacier was shrinking 1.8 miles every year while thinning roughly 130 feet over the last two years, The process, are you ready, has been reversed. So the ice sheet is not melting. The abstract for the study notes that the glacier, quote, has been the single largest source of mass loss from the Greenland ice sheet over the last 20 years. Uh, During that time, it has been retreating, accelerating, and thinning. And so it says the growth and thickening of the glacier over the last two years to concurrent cooling of ocean waters in Disco Bay that spill over into blah, blah, blah. Anyway, ocean temperatures in the bay's upper 250 meters have, have cooled to levels not seen since the mid-1980s. Oh wait a minute. Did I say that? It's cooled. That can't be true. Ocean temperatures in the bay's upper 250 meters have uh, miles, I guess, maybe that is, 250 M. Anyway, they've cooled to levels not seen since the mid-1980s. And that, this stuff comes from NASA, which everybody loves to uh, quote when it comes to global warming. And uh, so, you know, they keep they, these, the, the threats... To our lives and the uh, and the science that they like to fall back on keeps getting things wrong or keeps having to correct itself. So I thought that was a good tie in with the uh, with the Republicans uh, putting the New Green Deal up to a I guess it's a vote and it was voted fifty seven to nothing no with three Democrats um, including Manchin from West Virginia saying uh, no thanks um, and so the other all the other Democrats voted present which means. Uh, they're not against it i guess they they uh they're not for it but they're they're not voting against it either um i got another thing here that i wanted to talk about this is um uh the baseball season I've got a little sports here for a second the baseball season is starting uh, believe it or not thursday they actually they actually are starting the um major league baseball season uh in cincinnati the pirates are anyway on march 28th now, if you go back and look At the past years, the the season used to start as late as April tenth, April twelfth, which is like almost what almost three weeks from now, two and a half weeks from now, Um, uh, because you know they wanted to have a better chance of having some decent weather. They're going to get lucky in Cincinnati because uh, the weather there this weekend I think is going to be in the sixties, but it could have just as easily been in the thirties. But they're going to play. But anyway, um, there's a guy named Peter Schmuck, and that's his real name. That's his real name, and he's a really good writer, a really good baseball writer. He's been around for a long time, writing in the uh, Washington Post, and he's talking about the Orioles. The Orioles lost 115 games last year. Really, really bad, and they are rebuilding, and they're going to lose over 100 games again this year. They have that beautiful ballpark down there that was the first of the of the uh, retro ballparks, um, that uh, PNC Park probably wouldn't exist as uh, the way it does now if not for what they did in Baltimore um, with a ballpark that looks like an old time ballpark and has a baseball ballpark and not a combination football baseball. Anyway, that was a uh, they were they were doing really well attendance wise. Then they were just selling out every game. Same same as uh, the Pirates did with PNC Park the first year, but the Royals had better teams in there and they they were uh, loading them up. Uh, load, loading up the stadium and they were they were filling it so but now the attendance is dropping and the reason I bring this up is that uh, Peter schmuck is saying that the Orioles need the I'm sorry the city of Baltimore needs the orioles to uh, have a good year and give some uh, hope to the baseball fans down there because well basically because Baltimore is such a rotten place to be right now it's a dump the uh, murder rate is through the roof. It's really a bad place to be. And the the thing about it is is that Schmuck is trying to say that you know the murder rate and all the other things that are wrong with the city of Baltimore, another city by the way run by Democrats and liberals that's going down the toilet fast, but somehow um if they have a good if they, you know, if they win if if they don't lose 100 games and say they only lose 95 that somehow that's going to give people hope and make things better if you live in Baltimore and uh that's just it's just dumb and I, and i and he also he said he he uses that proposition that theory to justify in his mind why it's a good idea for cities counties states to spend millions of dollars on ballparks because this ballpark being there is just what the city needs, and the millions of dollars that are still owed on it, um, and this millions of dollars that the taxpayers—well, actually, in Baltimore they they uh, they did it the right way. They did it with a um, with a uh, lottery. I think they used a the lottery to pay for it. But still, the lottery, the money they used for the lottery could have gone to somebody else, and they should have made the Orioles pay for the ballpark. But that's a different story. But um, the point is that he's trying to justify spending these millions of dollars on stadiums not just in Baltimore but everywhere else Heinz uh, Field PNC Park um because it does it just makes the city feel better well the problem is if your team stinks the way the Baltimore Orioles stink here's what he's not taking into account if you have a bad team which the Pirates have had for most of the last, for most of the existence of PNC Park if you have a bad really bad baseball team and the Pirates have been better Lately than they were 10, 12 years ago. But if you have a really bad, absolutely horrible team like the Baltimore Orioles, 115 losses, it's a source of misery for everybody who's a baseball fan. They hate the fact that they even have a baseball team right now and that every day it's something miserable and something to make your make your day worse if somebody brings up the Orioles. So... You know, not that the uh, that the Orioles losing uh, 100 games would be as bad as the murder rate, but the Orioles are not going to make anybody forget about anything. They're just going to make people more aware that they're living in a city that's really a rotten place to live right now. We used to have a really good baseball team. We uh we were very competitive and now we have a team that stinks. So that makes Baltimore worse. And they and they're also in one way or another, paying for a ballpark that they don't need because people are starting to not show up to sit in it. So uh, I just don't get that whole theory, and it's, a, it's it's exactly the opposite. Is that the Baltimore Orioles? And it's also due to um, the stupidity of baseball's economics that the Orioles can't compete the way they should be able to. And so the Orioles will be what the Pirates have been for most of the last eighteen and nineteen years: a source of misery for the city. We'll be right back. Why get stuck with a Medicare plan that leaves you at a disadvantage? Medicare open enrollment season has been extended through March 31st. This is John Steigerwald. Take advantage of your final opportunity this year to make a one time switch to real Medicare coverage that includes traditional Medicare Part B and the Part D prescription drug plan. The team at Marley Financial knows Medicare is confusing. They know you have questions and their team of experts can guide you through all the options available to help you make the best choice possible. A comprehensive Medicare plan that lets you access any doctor or hospital you want without a referral with lower deductibles and copays that are little to none a medicare plan that's focused not just on cost but quality don't get stuck paying thousands and out-of-pocket expenses call marley financial today 724-884-1496 deadline is march 31st that's 724-884-1496 724-884-1496 or visit marleyfg.com Hey, I'm a big movie guy, and I want to tell you about a movie. Uh, it's called The Best of Enemies, and it opens in theaters April 5th, which is, what, a week from Friday, something like that. It's coming up uh, next week, and it's a an untold, true story of an unlikely relationship and then later developed into a friendship between uh, an activist, Ann Atwater, and C.P. Ellis, uh, and they came together to help initiate change in their community in Durham, North Carolina, back in 1971, She was an activist. He was head of the Ku Klux Klan down there, and they were dealing with uh, how to get the school segregated. So it was an unlikely um, um, union there, and it turned into a great story, and that's what the, uh, the movie The Best of Enemies is about. And it stars Taraji P. Henson, who was great in Hidden Figures, and also Sam Rockwell, who was uh, nominated for Academy Award for three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Check it out. The Best of Enemies in theaters April 5th.
1: We have to understand that Haiti is a country
2: that at best of times is in crisis. Onhel Aloma, Executive Director for Food for the Poor. Can you just give us kind of a summary of just how bad things are in Haiti right now? The doctors and the hospitals that we support are telling us this could actually open up
1: to the worst epidemic of cholera.
2: I'm John Stargerwald. Your business could be the answer to saving lives. Become a business benefactor with the answer today. Here's how it works. You make a $1200 tax-deductible gift to Food for the Poor and we'll give you you $1,200 in free prime-time advertising for your business this year. We don't get a dime, nada, zilch. It all goes to meet the need in Haiti. Food for the Poor, an organization that operates at 95% efficiency. Your tax-deductible gift will provide nearly four families food for a year and water for life. Imagine that. Call 412-937-1500, 412-937-1500, or give online at theanswerpgh.com. Offer ends March 31st.
8: Hi, this is Fred Dwyer, former Rams defensive end. Football season just ended and you can bet teams are already hard at work scouting new talent for next season. But if you're running a small business, you need to know where to go to find top recruits. LinkedIn. It's where people go every day to make connections, grow in their careers and discover new job opportunities. LinkedIn Jobs takes the time to learn more about who you're looking for and then recommends the qualified candidates you want to spend time talking to to make a quality hire you're excited about. Customers rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires, and posting your job on LinkedIn gives you the best chance of finding and starting a conversation with your next star recruit. It's no surprise a new hire is made every eight seconds using LinkedIn. So build your winning team by posting your job opportunity on LinkedIn, and visit linkedin.com solution. Get $50 off your first job post. That's linkedin.com solution. Terms and conditions apply.
0: This is the John Stacker Walt Show, AM 1250 and FM 92.5, The Answer.
2: Well, there's something new and special I want to talk to you about right now. It's called Food for the Poor. And here at AM 1250, The Answer, we're looking for your help to raise money for food for the people of Haiti. A little while ago, I spoke with Angel Aloma. He's the executive director for Food for the Poor. Angel, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. So... Um, where do you begin i mean what what this is uh, it's just an uh, uh, an unbelievably bad situation where does food for the poor begin
1: well actually we have been there for
2: almost 30
1: some years now and uh, we have the infrastructure we have over 300 people on staff we have fully the infrastructure for distribution so basically, we also have the relationships with the police and stuff. If we need to go and distribute in places that might be dangerous, we can do it with police escort. So, um, you know, it, it's, we, we are ready. We just, what is lacking is the funds. And that's why we have appealed to all of you who, you know, have an audience that has responded to us so generously in the past, you know, to see if they'll once again respond to this crisis in a country that is always in crisis to begin with. But we're also building water projects down there so that they can have clean water. And, and it's an amazing thing, the amount of money that it takes us, which is not a tremendous amount at all, when you think you could be saving a family of four and giving them food and water for life. And that's, that's a true blessing because not only does it nourish them, but once they have clean water, the little girls don't have to walk every single day for hours and miss out on school and miss out on their childhood because they have to do this for sometimes three to six hours a day, John, going to the water, um, to the water sources that are already contaminated to begin with, you know, to fetch water for the family.
2: And that's you talk about something that we take for granted here just being able absolutely. to to have clean water forget about drinking it but be able to bathe in it and to have uh... uh... toilet facilities and that kind of thing
1: uh, you know that you're absolutely right you know we just turn a tap and there it is clean water comes out potable and we can use it for drinking we can use it for cooking um, in Haiti, and it's not only that. Is that those little girls who are seven years old and eight years old and nine years old, even though they can't intellectualize it, when you look at the sad look in their eyes, you know that they realize that something is being stolen from them. And that's, of course, their childhood and their education, which is the one way that they can break that horrible multigenerational cycle of poverty. You know, there's a story of a lady who did this for over 40 years, And when she was 52 years old, she walked into her village with a bucket of water after six hours of walking, and she stumbled on a rock. It fell from her head. Next morning, they found her hanging from a tree. So we have to make sure that we help these little girls now so that that doesn't happen to them, so the sad look in their eyes doesn't become despair eventually.
2: So uh, let's uh, run down what uh, people's money can get. Uh, if for p- if p- for people who uh, choose to contribute, what that money, how much money uh, is needed, and what each uh, uh, payment can go for.
1: Well, for three hundred and twenty dollars, we can feed a family of four for a year and give them clean water for life. Wow! What do we mean by clean water for life when we build a well in a village um, uh, that say have a thousand people? Um, uh, we, if that well, if the, if the pump breaks, they call, the community leader will call food for the poor and we replace that pump. If that well runs dry, they call food for the poor. We come out and we re-dig a well somewhere nearby to the village again that has water. So when we do a well, we don't just leave it and then they have to worry about everything. We
2: actually maintain it for life. And uh, 500 for a family of six, I see here, $1,000 for 12 people. That's feed 12 people for a year.
1: Um uh, actually yes. Wow. And water for life.
2: That's a, so you're and and this is a charity food for the poor where people can be confident that the money they give is is not going to be wasted it's going directly to the people who need it.
1: Absolutely, John. Um uh, we have uh, over 94% um of all donations including the value of our, of our in-kind um, gifts goes directly to programs that help the poor.
2: And here's a special offer for you if you're a business owner. If you donate $1,200 to Food for the Poor, AM 1250, the answer will give you $1,200 worth of advertising. No cost to you. We'll write and produce the commercials at no cost to you. Here's the number to call, 412-937-1500. That's 412-937-1500. And by the way, uh, uh, Food for the Poor, um, we we have a business benefactor uh, that we uh, took on yesterday, a couple days ago, Luciano's Brick Oven. It's located in Mars, PA, 161 Sharberry Lane in Mars, PA, and they will get uh, $1,200 worth of free advertising here on AM 1250, The Answer, for donating $1,200 to Food for the Poor. One quick thing. i got about a minute left. Uh, I'm going to do another sports uh, comment here because it's it's really strange to me. But Mike Tomlin's all over uh, Twitter right now. He's going to be all over the TV, your TV news, and all over the radio for the next uh, oh, the rest of the night because he's in Phoenix at the uh, league meetings. The entire Pittsburgh media hasn't been able to talk to him here. I don't think since the season ended, uh, since his last uh, official press conference at the end of the season. And so I don't get it the the, 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 the the Pittsburgh media have to travel to Phoenix to talk to the, the head coach of the Steelers. They can't talk to him here because he won't talk to the media. What is that? What's up with that? That, that stinks. You a know, picture for a second Mike Sullivan uh, not being available to the media from April, May when the season ends until, I don't know, August. Uh, unless you travel to Boston to talk to him, or who, who knows, some you know somewhere out of town, you got to go there because he's forced to talk to the media by the league because it's a league event. It stinks. Mike Tomlin should be more accessible than that. Not that he ever says anything worth repeating. Uh, it's all just coach speak, but it still stinks that the media have to go down there to talk to him. I don't get it, and I'm glad I didn't have to go to Phoenix to talk to him. See you tomorrow. The
0: John Steigerwall Show is a production of AM-1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn...